Hi everyone and welcome back to Homicidal Tendencies. Today we're going to be talking about the Colombian rapist and serial killer Luis Alfredo Garavito Cubios, aka La Bestia, which translates to the beast in English. Man. And <laughs> also, Colombian, bro. The only thing Colombians need to be known for is that cocaína. Nothing more, <laughs> nothing less. <laughs> mm, he's known for something completely different. But, um, yeah, and he's also referred to as Triblin, which translates to Goofy from Disney. And I don't, I, I just, I don't know, I wanted to throw that in there because I... <laughs> don't give me that name. <laughs> Brother, I, I saved this episode as Goofy, LOL. Um, I just found that funny. Luis was born on January 25th, 1957 in Genova, Quindio. Um, his family was poor, and to make matters worse, he had six brothers, and he was the oldest of the group. To make matters worse, bro, you a rapist and not a drug lord. You Colombian, fam. He's, can we get past his childhood first? No, man, you yeah. Colombian, fam. Oh, my God. You already been lost out. <laughs> okay, but, yeah, so, they're poor, <laughs> and then seven kids, that doesn't mix well together. Like, if you're going to have that many kids, you have to have money. It's hard enough to feed one child, but seven? Hell no. Nah. So. Seven little El Chapo's running through. <laughs> okay, so let's get into his childhood. So, little Luis dropped out of school in fifth grade. And apparently, he actually liked learning, but he got mocked a lot because his name, Garavito, <laughs> is similar to Garbato, which translates to doodle. So, I mean, I don't know. Kids was teasing him because of that, I guess. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I'm 21 years old, and if someone's name is Dick or something, I'm probably going to laugh, too. So, I, I guess I get it, you know. But, damn, they teased him so bad, he had to drop out of school and shit. This is Mr. Dick. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, um... So he's no longer school, no longer in school, so we're going to get into his home life now. So Luis's alcoholic of a father was definitely more than violent. He was so hostile towards his mother, and like he would beat her so badly. And one time he beat her so bad that he actually gave her a limp. And like, how bad are you beating your wife that you giving this bitch a limp? That, that's crazy. And he, he'd even cut her with a knife before. And then, like, okay, here's a quote. So, Luis also said that his father was not sleeping with his mother, but with him. What? So, um, yeah, let that sink in, yeah. <laughs> so, huh? yeah, you're beating your wife and fucking your kid. Anything else? No, you're fucked up in the head. Right, like, I'm surprised that he isn't the murderer of the family. Mm. Shit, all this weird shit he got going on. But yeah, so... Not only was his father raping him, but one of his dad's friends tortured him by burning him with candles, and he also lit his wee-wee <laughs> on fire, and he would bite his his wee-wee. Yeah, so I'm sorry, guys. I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like this is kind of close to being worse than the Jeffrey Dahmer case just because, I don't know. I mean, Stuff like you still could have became a drug lord. <laughs> no excuses, man. I don't know why you want him to be a drug lord Pain so is bad. Only temporary. <laughs> Not when you get nah, your damn yeah, dick bit. God damn. Daddy? 
Where are you? <laughs> we supposed to be throwing footballs. You actually throwing footballs. Oh my god. Okay, so and by the way, all this happened before he turned sixteen, because at sixteen he moved out, but we're not there yet. So just understand that he's young and all this is going on, getting his booty taken, goddamn biting. I don't get okay, but. Yeah, so I also read that he was raped by two male neighbors, but I couldn't find any specifics on it. And maybe one of the guys is the guy that I just mentioned, or maybe he's just completely two different people. But, I mean, that'd be a lot, you know, your dad's friend and then two other guys. So, yeah, I don't know. But either way, it's I feel terrible for him. Was it just him? Uh, okay, so it was his dad doing what he was doing, and then at one point, one of his uh no it sound like was it just like like him as a child or like did they yeah i don't I, I think the other children were like maybe physically abused but i think he was the only one that was sexually abused oh my god but now i guess because he was the oldest you know he the dad was like okay you're my favorite now so literally um but yeah uh and apparently, what that friend of his dad did was so bad that Luis still won't talk about it in detail. All he'll say is that the guy tied him to the bed and made him do stuff. Like, as a grown man, he still just won't completely, you know, talk about it. He, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's up. Especially you being a parent, because you're supposed to be protective over your children. But the fact that you let your homeboy... I'm surprised his dad not, didn't not, join in on it. Shit. Tag team his ass. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Um, with all this shit going on in his childhood, he started drinking. And I'm assuming it's to avoid these problems. So now an alcoholic 16-year-old, Luis decides to leave home. Great combination. It's perfect for him. For his first job, he worked in a supermarket. And then he became a vendor who sold prayer cards and religious icons, which kept him on the road a lot. Um... So yeah, he was able to have a girlfriend and function in the relationship, and his girlfriend even had a child. And according to his friends and his girlfriend, he was great with the child, never touched the child or, you know, anything like that. But they did say that he had a bit of a temper. So he was a decent person, but he would just blow up at times and very easily. Yeah. <laughs> and also in the relationship, he had a hard time uh, getting it up. <laughs> So it's possible that that contributed to the fucked up shit that we're about to get into. So in 1980, oh, that that's crazy. You said that, damn. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. Um. So in 1980 is when it is believed that he started to rape children. At first, his crime started as luring the children to a place where he could then tie them up and rape them. But then he started to escalate from just rape to torture and rape. And like you just said, <laughs> what's fucked up is that's when he was able to start getting off. When he started torturing kids, then he was able to finally, you know, Dang. yeah. That's crazy, bro, because he was, he was young when his dad was doing that. So 
When you and really, then, when you really think about it, that was just probably his first sexual experience. Mm-hmm. So, so shit, that's what he thought sex was. Like. Just recreating there, yeah. And l- listen to what I'm about to say because it's literally the same thing. Like you're doing a whole lot of foreshadowing, but I guess it's just kind of psychology that we know that that type of stuff happens. But yeah, so he would do things like bite the children and cut them, and he would also burn the kids' butt cheeks with candles. Sound familiar, doesn't it? And I literally, yeah, <laughs> that you took the words right out of my mouth, basically. Like, that's just crazy. But yeah, after doing this for a while, Luis would sometimes regret doing these things, and he eventually checked himself into a mental hospital. But 33 days later, they released him back to the public thinking he had gotten better. But they were wrong as fuck. Like, we're about to get into this shit, and stuff like this always happens, like... <laughs> Bro. Usually it's the police letting the, the murderer thing, go. The thing is, man, <coughs> whenever you capture somebody, okay, once once somebody do something, the the shit's not gonna change. Yes, yeah, like, not. Especially just, with thir- thirty three days of go. help isn't help. But the thing is, don't just let them go. And then not only did you let them go, but you ain't keep up with them when you let them. Right. Go. Like that's stupid. Right. He was just out here torturing kids. You think he don't have a a, a psych? psychological problem right and i was about to say like i'm not sure what exactly he took because you don't have to disclose to them exactly what you do for you to think that you need to get checked in so who knows i'm sure he told them something that they were like okay yeah you're a little fucked up Hmm. but he probably didn't just go into detail saying that he's raping children and needs help excuse me but yeah whatever he told them i don't think 33 days was enough to get him help they should have known better than that I'm yeah. saying, you, you, it, it takes a fucked up mind to torture somebody. So. All right. Yeah. Especially to little kids, too. Like, like wait, where'd he go? He <laughs> Keep track of him. <laughs> like, especially if you're doing it to children. Now, <laughs> someone, a grown man, Shit, grown. you out here burning little kids in the booty. You might as well put a track right. in his booty. <laughs> no, but, uh, okay, so also at some point, he attempted suicide and he spent five years on a psychiatric care. I don't know the exact timeline of that, but I read that a lot in articles, So, but no one, like, no dates or anything were given or any accuracy on it, but I do know that that happened. So it seems like he knew he was messed up, but he it was in him from a child, so he just, well, there was nothing. He, I don't think he was ever going to be able to find anything to actually help him, but um, yeah, so in 1992 is when Luis started to actually murder his victims beginning a killing spree that lasted for seven years. Oh, and also, I mean, I'm getting to this later on, but he is believed to have the highest um, body count of any serial killer ever. And it's all kids. So his victims were all poor children or children off of the streets between the ages of 6 and 16. So basically, he chose victims who he thought wouldn't have anyone looking for them. And of course, since he got away with this for so long, he was obviously smart with carrying out his crimes. He switched his identity a lot. Oh, y'all, um, quick little detour. If y'all follow the Instagram page for this podcast, which is Homicide Tendencies PC, I post pictures on there and it will be pictures of his different identities and a whole lot of other stuff. So make sure you guys go check that out. Be like, Martin <laughs> like they, they say Jeffrey Dahmer was able to switch his identity a lot, but this guy did the same thing too. You know, he talking about shaving his face different ways and stuff like that. 
I mean, not Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm sorry, y'all. Ted Bundy. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so he switches identity a lot and would also pretend to be a street vendor, bum, or even a priest. Whatever seemed to fit to catch the attention of the child he planned on learning, he would assume that identity. So he would also do the usual thing of, you know, offering the children sweets like candy or something. Like, I got some treats in my van. You want to come check it out? Mm. Type of stuff. And you know how predators sometimes ask for help with their dog. Like they say, oh, I lost my dog. Can you come help me find him? And kids love dogs. But Luis would ask for help with his cattle. So I don't know. I guess they don't care about dogs in Colombia. I don't know. But <laughs> I lost my cow, man. <laughs> I'm like, boy, what are you talking Why? about? We gotta go get that milk. Why are you saying it <laughs> like a southern accent, though? I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goddamn Betty on the loose. But okay, so he would assume whichever disguise fit the child he wanted, and then after the game, after gaining the child's trust, he would then lure the child out and take him for a walk. And then once the child was too tired to, mm, once the child was too tired to continue walking, Luis would tie the child up, then begin to rape and torture the, the child. And he was still. Did you just fart, or was that Luna? No, I was like. I did not know what was going on for a second. <laughs> okay. She looked up like, "Bitch, I'm putting this Okay, so yeah, he would still buy his victims, but he also escalated to cutting their genitals and sometimes even completely severing them. And I'm sorry, guys, but um, he would also stuff the victim's own penis in their mouth. Mm. So yeah, he he was really fucked up. He he liked to torture some kids. And then when he was done, he would kill his victims by slitting their throats. And on some of his victims, he actually decapitated them because he slit their throats so deep. So you don't think of the little poor little babies, man. He, huh, that's messed up. And after seven years of torturing, raping, and killing young boys, Luis was finally arrested as a suspect on April 22nd, 1999, in the case of a young boy who had been sexually assaulted. And once in police custody, Louis started singing like a motherfucking bird. He admitted, <laughs> like, I think he was ready to get this off his chest, bro. He was like, seven years and y'all didn't bro, catch me? Bro, I got so much to tell y'all. <laughs> like, he just was, every he cooperated completely. Jesus. But, yeah, so he admitted to killing, what do you think his body count is? Just t- take a guess. I know I haven't really, like, alluded to how much he was doing it, but... They all kids. Yeah. And there are, most of them were poor kids who have no one who cares about them. So, oh, man. yeah. Uh, uh, 83. Nowhere near. Higher. Oh, okay, hold on. I'm going to go ahead. No, you, you got one guess. That's it. Okay. <laughs> he admitted to killing 140 boys. What? That's what he admitted to, too. So, later on, I'm going to get into yeah, what's right. It's right. <laughs> okay. So, and he even drew police a map showing the bur- the burial locations for all 140 of them that he confessed to. And also, like the sickle that he is, he kept notes of the dates that he killed his victims. So, he had everything completely to tie him to it. Like, yeah, on this date, this kid went missing, and he's in this, this part of the area right here. Let me show you guys. Yeah, he had everything. So, officially... It be your own partners, man. <laughs> it be yourself. <laughs> 
But so officially he was found guilty of 138 out of 172 counts of murder. So 172 charges were brought against him hmm. and 138 of those they found him guilty of. Um, but Is there it's even any point after the first three? No, no. That this well actually I guess yeah. We so that sit here for the uh, for the check of it. But <laughs> I mean, uh, even though the victim ki- nineteen, everybody victim, checking, look, everybody checking their watches like. Hey, yeah, I, I bet. Guilty. <laughs> but man, I mean, you know, uh, even though suspect, uh, victim twenty and two. I couldn't even sit through all of that, you know. Like my heart would break in half after just listening to, I'm, Jesus. But um, but what was it? Oh yeah. So even though the kids were, you know, homeless, I, I'm sure someone out there cares about them. So when they found out, maybe it was to bring them. I mean, bitch, if you care that much, you should have watched your kid instead of letting them be out on the street. Hmm. But anyway, you know, bring them some type of comfort and also bring justice for the child and not just let them be another missing person out there and let them. Let their man, story be heard. It's been seven years, bro. Yeah. Seven years, man. People just don't care about you like they used to. People never cared about you. What you mean? Seven. Nobody ever cared. You ain't looking for me after a month, bro. We we went to <laughs> yeah. school like you think we was cool. But look, so, yeah, the um, 172 counts of murder, he was found guilty of 138. But it's believed that his body count is actually as high as 400. 400. And to this day, I think they're still, like, connecting him to murders and stuff. And so he, he like I said, the, has the highest body count out of any serial killer to up to this day. That's crazy. Yeah, like, ugh, Jesus. And also in 1997, there was a literal graveyard found that contained the bodies of 25 boys. And Gary Vito confessed that the bodies were all his victims. Mm. Yeah, and it, I, ha- I have a picture of that also, guys, so make sure you check that shit out. It's crazy. But um, he even gave details about his murders, admitting to slowly torturing the boys, and that he kept some of the victims alive for days at a time, and would even do fucked up shit, like tie them on some sort of leash and like, give them a little bit of freedom, but just enough to where it's not too much. Like He just put them on a leash and let them walk around, and then once they go too far, get yanked back. So, yeah, and of course, like most of the sickos like him he couldn't muster that's why y'all need to get good in combat bro because anytime they come near you to take their leash off you could easily a six-year-old use... little boy hold on bro dang yeah it, it, hey hold on now because <laughs> there's some there's some little babies out there about five six years old getting down with mm. the karate i mean they ain't gonna be strong enough to take them down but yeah. at the same time bro if you were ever in this situation Anytime they come near you to, to take that chain off, as long as you know that self-defense, you can use that chain, wrap around their throat, whatever. You know, yeah. All types See, and of things that, that's the thing. Of. Like, a whole lot of the self-defense classes and all that's promoted towards women. And it's fucked up to say, but we have to give it to kids, too. Like, kids need to learn how to defend themselves because there are people like this who, they don't want the woman. They don't want your mama. They want you. And, you know, we, Yeah. And but yeah, so like most of the people who do stuff like this, he I couldn't. Know, Thirteen years old, just gonna throw them in a few classes. Yeah, let let them be. I honestly before then, you don't gotta tell them what it's for, yeah. but just you know let let them think it's something fun, and then later on maybe you can let them know defend yourself. Now you know how to defend yourself. 
But yeah, um, he couldn't muster up the courage to admit to the disgusting. Can you cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> he over here doing karate. But yeah, so he couldn't muster up the courage to admit to the to the disgusting things that he did. And he would blame it on the fact that he was drunk when he killed the children. And he would say that his body had been possessed by some sort of demon when he was drunk. And it was taking over him and making him kill the little kids. And we shut your stupid ass up. You a sick person and you wanted to play with these kids. That's why you wanted to rape them and kill them. And that's how you got your dick hard. You are your father's child. Yes, you are. And it was disgusting. I'm sorry that happened to you as a kid, but... You didn't have to go and do what you did. That's fucked up and uncalled for. And mm, huh. Okay. So, yeah. And then he has the nerve to say that after he's released from prison, he wants to start a political career. Bro, how are you going to get released Oh, from wait. Prison, no, <laughs> hold on. I'm getting there. I'm about to get there. So, yeah. <laughs> he's, he said that after he's released from prison, he wants to start a political career and plans on running some type of campaign that will help abuse children. No. Nobody wants their sick and demented ass anywhere near their child, let alone being the face of help for abused children. Like, how about you cut your own dick off and stuff it in your own mouth and shut the fuck up and sit there? Like, I'm sure that'll make everyone feel a lot more better than you trying to run a campaign. And also, like you just said, I'm sure you're thinking like, well, Rachel, it doesn't matter. He can't do what he wants to do anyway because he's never getting out of prison. But nah, hold on. With all of his crimes, his sentence should have been over 1,853 years in prison. That's what it should have been. But Colombian law has a maximum prison sentence of 40 years. Also, since he cooperated with the police, his sentence was reduced to 22 fucking years, which is just, it's crazy. And that means that he is scheduled to be released in 2021. <laughs> Dang, that's cool. Yeah. And the only other hope that there is is that there's another Colombian law that states that all crimes committed against children will result in at least 60 years. So, I mean, but they, they kind of conflicts. You can't have two laws that conflict with each other. So, huh? No, it's definitely not. I mean, it's better than and then the 22 years, but hell. But I mean, I guess in 2021, they'll like, they'll revisit but, his I mean, case. That it should just be, he need no he should just be put to death is what it is. So it should be it should be you know what I'm saying each sentence it should be shit per per twenty crime. life per per person that you yeah, kill. It's per charge. But I don't know Colombian law is different. They they don't they don't do it the way that the United States does it, so Hell, I don't know. I mean, not not. Oh, um, by the way, like I'm not just all for the death chair. I'm not death chair. <laughs> the death penalty. You know, I'm not just oh kill everybody. But I mean, man, with people like this, I think we need to go ahead and kill them. Like I, I'm just saying, what what can you do roaming this earth? What 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 good are you doing? Nothing. Even just living in prison, you just taking man, up space and oxygen. Them, bro, they got AKs. They, they kill them. They could have saw them. Firing squad. But. Yeah, um, and I, I'm sorry. So that that's the end of that. Um, like I said, I guess in 2021 they'll revisit his case and figure out where to go from there. And also, I mean, if I'm still doing this podcast in 2021, <laughs> I'll revisit this myself and come back in and let you guys know what they ended up, uh, the decision they ended up coming to.
But yeah, um, I know usually the cases we cover end with some sort of justice, but I had to switch it up, you know. And also, he's supposed to be a fan. Well, he is a famous serial killer, I guess. And I'm trying to get away from doing just all the popular people. But I didn't even know about this guy, so I just really wanted to talk about him. But um, yeah. So that was Luis Garavito, the sick fuck that he is. And if you enjoyed this episode, please take the time to give us five stars. I would really appreciate it. And like I said before, go check out the Instagram. I think you guys would like it. It has all the pictures connecting to every episode. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.